When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Welcome to a Tuesday night edition of Sports Day. You've got Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studio. Hello, Satsy. Hello, Woogie, and also listeners. And, uh, yeah, good news for one of the NRL clubs, able to retain one of their superstars. I think if they didn't, it would have been um, I think it would have been a, a pretty lean couple of years if they weren't able to, to retain him as well. And Hey, can I just say... What do you want to say who you're talking about? I mean, Fas- I know, I know Fasul Malawi. And we're going to chat to him in yeah. the next 15 minutes. He's standing by to have a chat to us on Sports oh, I truly believe that if uh, if they didn't get Tino and he would have gone to the Dolphins, which is actually closer to his hometown of Gympie, only an hour and a half away from the sunny coast. Um, he's got a young young child who wants to be close to, to Nan and Pop. Uh, I think if the Gold Coast Titans missed out on this very impressive 21-year-old, I think it would have set them back three to five years. Sats, I like – I mean, we'll talk to him about it, but I like what he's been saying around this. He's been saying, I went there for a reason and I want to continue that. And, geez, I love that. Yeah. Uh, I, he, he seems to me to be a very loyal young man. Well, he, he's, he comes from really good pastures. He does. His mum and dad are terrific people. Uh, his dad, I, dad played for Easts, didn't Yeah, he? a very appreciative family as well. I, I – I commentated Tino a lot in the Intrust Super Cup uh, for Channel 9 and and not a lot of people knew how to get his name right, Fasul Malawi. And and my my um, one of my colleagues, Peter Basaltis, who you hear on yep. on um, the NRL, he uh, he was the one that really got it right first. Yeah, and right. The family used to come over and thank Peter and myself for getting the surname right. I remember you, know, you saying that. Yeah, they're a beautiful family and I'm glad the Gold Coast Titans were able to retain him and it is a little bit concerning for a new team coming into the competition now that so many players haven't accepted the Dolphins in their first year. Yeah, you got Tino and Christian Welsh and our Brandon Smith still yet to be decided. Yeah, Cody Walker, um, you know, Pat Carrigan. There's only a few on the list now. There's only a few what were your classes marquee players available for 2023 that um, that the Dolphins can get. Mm. Yeah. Very inter- I, I'm I'm absolutely intrigued as to why there hasn't been an autograph put put to paper yet mm. for a player. And yeah, Wayne Bennett's come in and said we don't need a marquee player yet. We're comfortable, and you're never going to question the credibility of Wayne Bennett and the effect that he has on a club. And well, I, but let me ask you. But I I, I think you do need a scalp. You do need well, a scalp early. Well, Sats, this was your job when the Titans set up, and you were. I'm sure we could talk about this off the on there as well, but you you were you had people locked in before you could lock in people. You had 
sort of an indication whether they would join the club. Yeah, we went to actual clubs and said we're, we're interested in Luke Bailey, for example. This is before a licence was even given and said we were talking about these sort of numbers and St George Dragons at the time, Illawarra Dragons, were saying, no, we probably can't compete with that. So, yes, you can have permission to talk to him. So there's Luke Bailey, Preston Campbell and Anthony LaFranchi and Luke O'Dwyer, who was a Gold Coast junior. Yeah. They were locked in before the licence was even given. So... Um, I'm surprised. It's less than 12 months when the players, when the club will start training in November 1. So can I ask you a question about the Jets? Mm. Did you have any, without naming names. Yes. Did you have any players locked in? Yes. You had commitments from players before you got the license. If you, you you don't get that, haven't got the license. Yeah. So you guys had them. Why wouldn't the Dolphins? Uh, Maybe they've. Maybe they focus on another angle when it comes to getting the licence around the commerciality, uh, viability of the club, um, the marketing <laughs> exposure, the population, whatever it may be. So That's great. But if you don't have any players, uh, you, know you what, don't have that other side, though, I think you? in six months' time we won't be talking about the same issues. When Wayne Bennett's the coach, there's a method to his madness. So, yeah, at the moment... I'd, yeah, but is, this, is Wayne in control of this or are the players in control of this saying, look, you know what... You know, we want to win a premiership. We don't want to go to a startup. You haven't signed anyone yet. Mm. I don't want to be the first. Yeah, it is risky for players. Uh, not not sure uh, what the you know the systems, the process. You know what coach you're going to get. Uh, you know what you're going to get from that coach. But it's a big move to start up and move if you've got a young family and move them, whether it be interstate or whatever it may be, to a new club, not knowing actually what the club is built on mm. and what sort of character it's got and. What it stands for. It's it's really difficult to do that when you bring 30, 35 players into one yeah, area right. where they come from all these different postcodes, all these different cultures, and you've got to try and align them before round one the best way you can to make them competitive. And it's probably easy to lure people to the Gold Coast, particularly people like Bull Bailey, young family, great move to get out of the hustle and bustle of Preston Sydney. started his career at the Gold Coast. There you go. Anthony LaFranchi was a northern New South Wales boy. So, so. Actually, that's a really good point. There was a lot of there was a lot of people, a lot of players who played around this area and would have loved to play for a Gold Coast team. So that's and didn't Anthony LaFranchi miss out on Seagulls? Yeah, he, he trialed for the Gold Coast that's Chargers. Right. Yeah. The Chargers, that's mm. it. Yeah, interesting. All right, it's a big show tonight. Nine and NBN Chief of Staff Olivia Grace Curran has set up our base in Newcastle. And we'll join us with an update on the floods around Gunnedah this and the This is really important, this, to a lot of our regional regional listeners. Well, this show goes across New South Wales and Queensland. So, yes, not just mm-hmm. in Sydney and Brisbane and Newcastle. Well, Newcastle is being impacted as well. But the town of Gunnedah is in serious, not in serious trouble, but well, there's a serious, yes, yeah. serious flood issues are happening there. And uh, we've got a lot of listeners through 2MO in Gunnedah, so uh, our thoughts are with you. We'll have a chat with uh, Olivia Grace Curran. Uh, Chris Nelson with the Racing Queens, an update. Garrick Morgan, former Wallaby and uh, former South East Crushers teammate of yours, Sats. His dad, John Pogo Morgan, who was a, was a dual, dual, uh, dual international rugby union and rugby league, played for Manly as well. So you're giving Garrick Morgan the same nickname as his old man? I call him Pogo, yeah. But you can't do that. Well, I can he loves you, by the way. <laughs> we uh, we spoke last night about how we were scratching our heads about some of those refereeing decisions in that <laughs> Wallabies game. <laughs> they were just robbed. I, I don't. I, they were just robbed. I, yeah, one team can accidentally knock a ball down, uh, as in Curtly Beal gets sin binned for ten minutes 
like we're scratching our heads here. Okay, maybe penalty because he knocked the ball down. Then the opposition knocks it down, uh, allegedly knocks it back, picks it up, scores a try. So instead of being red carded, they go ahead. Mm. Incredible. It's confusing. It is. The game itself is confusing. As much as I love watching rugby, it can get the, – the officials think there's seventy or 80,000 people there to watch them. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right there. Uh, your text, of course, as well, 0457 736 736. Up for grabs again tonight. Uh, we've got a $50 uh, Sporting Globe voucher to the text of our choice. And well done to uh, – was it Mick Huxley? No. Uh, ben. Ben Huxley last from night from Griffith. Yeah. Uh, who picked up uh, the voucher. Well done, Benny. Uh, so tonight, text us about whatever you like on 0457 736 736. Uh, and as I say, special hello to our listeners in 2MA. But I also want to know uh, how you're listening tonight, whether you're listening through your favourite radio station, maybe even through the SEN app, whatever. Let us know where you're listening and how you're listening to tonight as well. Hey, now, uh, we have got an addition to the family. I can't believe... The company has splurged out yeah. on sports stuff. We've been asking for a long time, and finally, we have an addition to the family on the back of the atrocious weather. The weather at the that's moment. going on. So when we get to the weather update, we're not going to introduce. No, no not now. No, I want you to introduce now. Yeah. Well, it's a nameless weathercock yep. we've got uh, in the studio. So when we do our weather update, of course, the nameless weathercock, we want to get a name for it. So zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. What do we name our weathercock? I'm saying Keith, the weathercock, or I'm saying. I like your other one, the South African South flavor. African flavour cricket captain. We're Quentin the weathercock. So, give us your Did nomination. Someone say KFC. <laughs> no, that's nasty. No, nah, you can't do that. Uh, shoot us a text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. What do we name our weathercock? Yeah, we just want a nice sports day name. Hey, now, can, I'm sorry to put you on the spot no. here, Woogie, but uh, you're moving house presently, and you yep. did inform me your beautiful home that you've sold for seven figures. Well done. <laughs> um, yes. There was a safe that was in the master bedroom. Yeah, we never, never un- unlocked it. Yeah, in the, in the wardrobe. You've never unlocked it. You've never had a code for it. So you've got a safe, key. A safe expert to come in and... Legally, drill holes and take the lock out. Safe expert. Safe expert. Some bloke who just started being a locksmith today. Yep. The way he came in. So he was successful in getting the lock out and, and take, opening the door yeah. of your safe. Yeah. Can you tell me what the, the <laughs> only item that was in your safe? Can I just say, first of all, I was hoping there was cash or something in there. Yeah, you know what that I mean? was never going to happen. No. Nah. It, um, it was a toy. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of your like a children's no toy? one 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 that adults use. So an adult toy, an adult toy was in the safe. Okay, and does it wriggle at times? Like if you can turn do a switch on, can do. And that was in your safe, and you're yeah, claiming. I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying Woogie is claiming that he and his wife have never opened this safe. And can I just say, no, we never have never been able to. <laughs> never been. A, and the guy's going, oh yeah, I used to sell that stuff online. I'm going, mate, it's not mine. <laughs> Of course it's, it's not. not my, it's not mine. It's not mine. It's just not mine. And, yeah, not a good day. Now I'm going red. Uh, let's get into this. Sports Day, Sports Update. Oh, some nasty names coming through for our uh, uh, Sports Day weathercock. We can't call it David after David Warner as one of our you listeners. You can't do that. No, you can't do that. Uh, nominated. 
No, I don't see him as a weatherman, do you? I don't see that. No. No. Mm. Uh, Cricket Tasmania has whacked Cricket Australia today uh, in an extraordinary attack over their handling of the Tim Payne uh, sexting saga. You're quite passionate about this, Jase. You're quite passionate about this. I am. Now you've had time for emotion to, to really die down. It gives you the ability to, to read it from every angle and not be emotional about your response. Yeah, as you said, Cricket Tasmania have really um, hung Cricket Australia to dry, haven't they, in relation to how they've handled one of their employees? Yeah. Tim Payne. Yeah, well, I'm just looking for the, um, I'm just looking for the, press, the release. press release now. Uh, it, it, it says, at its meeting on 22nd of November, Cricket Tasmania Board unanimously expressed the uh, continuing support of Tim Payne and the condemnation of his treatment by Cricket Australia. Cricket Tasmania Chairman Andrew Gagan said... In conversations I've had in recent days, it is clear the anger amongst the Tasmanian cricket community and general public is palpable. Tim Payne has been a beacon for Australian cricket over the past four years and is instrumental in salvaging the reputation of the national team after the calamity of uh, Cape Town. Yet at a time when CA should have supported Tim, he was evidently regarded as dispensable. The treatment afforded to the Australian Test Captain Cricket Australia has been appalling and the worst since Bill Laurie over 50 years ago. Mm. Uh, it goes on to say, um, uh, Cricket Tasmania Board reaffirmed its view that Tim Payne should have not been put in a position where he felt the need to resign over an incident that was determined by an independent inquiry at the time to not be a breach of the Code of Conduct and was a, and, and was a consensual and private exchange that occurred between two mature adults and was not repeated. Cricket Tasmania will continue its support of Tim. I think the important words there are, well, the, at the start of um, your the press relief just there, Jason says he's been a beacon in Australian cricket. Now, I, I don't think he was, I don't think he can be the beacon when, in two thousand seventeen, when he engaged in this uh, interaction with with the young lady, the staffer from Tasmania Cricket. Uh, whether it's an, an internal uh, internal concern for his for him and his wife, that's that's their battle they've got mm. to get through over the last mm. three or four years. He's not really a beacon when. Um, he probably failed what represents a professional sports person or, or, or a male, whether it's consenting or not. It doesn't matter. A dad, a, yeah, a father, a husband. He failed in the integrity and character yeah, of what yeah. makes an Australian cricket player. Who's going to wear the baggy green? This is before he was even contracted as an Australian cricket player. He was only contracted to Tasmania. Then becomes an Australian player, then becomes captain. He still failed in that in that part of um, of performing the duties of a of a, as a test captain. Now, the independent is in, interesting because it, the investigation that was conducted, Jace, it was, as you said, it was independent. It wasn't mm. by Tasmanian cricket. It wasn't by Australian cricket at all. It was an independent um, factual investigation, which found he had no wrongdoing. So basically all that plays out is to say that he should not have been put in a position where he feels though that he needed to make the decision to stand down. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm really disappointed by? And yeah. I know Ian Healy spoke about this, and I'm just really disappointed by the lack of support shown towards Tim Payne by Cricket Australia. And we've had, what, five days to think about this, yep. and and there's no doubt what Tim Payne has done is wrong. He's he has failed his family by doing what he did. And and I don't support that because he's got to live with that now for the rest of his life, and so does, so does his poor wife. And his kids. Mm. Anytime they hit Google and search dad's name, guess what's going to come up? 
this whole sexting scandal. And and that's Tim's fault. There's no doubt about that. No one made him do that. But I, I he was cleared. He was given the okay to continue with Tasmania, and this was cleared before he became cricket before he became skipper for yep. Australia. For him to have to stand down now, I don't understand it, Sats. Yeah. I, I I don't get it. Why does he have to stand down now? Yes, so it's coming out. Why aren't Cricket Australia supporting him? Why aren't they coming out and saying, "Hey, listen, you're the captain of Australia. You've helped us get through a tough time." How how do you forget that? He. He and Justin Langer have done amazing things for cricket in this country. So he served his penance, you're more or less saying. I, and yeah. yeah, and again, not supporting what he did. That was wrong. But has he done enough to write that off, perhaps? I, I, I don't know. But the, the, for me, the upsetting thing is that Cricket Australia aren't supporting him through this at all. They let him walk into that press conference the other day by himself. He's still an employee of Cricket and Australia. And then he would say, hang on a sec, he stood down to his own volition and he's a grown man, he should be able to handle the media. And I tend to agree with that, Jace. but you are right. When we have seen this in the past, we have had some sort of Australian cricket official that is at that lead table. I'm not saying the CEO or anyone from the board or his good mate George Bailey, the chairman of selectors, has to sit next to him. Mm. But there was no one in that room with him. And he, he went up there, fronted the media, did the right thing, but where's the support? Yep. He's one of your staff members. Mm. Now, whether he gets selected for the first test, I don't know. You know, I'd love to see him. I still think, and again, Ian Healy, the greatest wicketkeeper I reckon for Australia, we had him on this show last night and he said he's still the best keeper in the country. And that's enough for me. Well, if his glove works good enough and his batting at test level is good enough, he deserves the cap. And, and if Heal says it, I'm fine by that. You know, I, I, that's good enough for me. Mm. But maybe Tim Payne does need to be unavailable for selection. You made a really good point about this, Jace, off air, and I didn't commend you for it off air, and I'm going to commend you for it now because I think you're about to make a really good point. Put all this aside, what's the priority at the moment? His family. Yeah. And the longer that he's in the team, the longer this is a story because it's going to be brought up every day. It's going to be brought up by the media. It's going to be brought up by the English cricket team. Maybe, Tim, you need to maybe step down sadly, because I don't think you should have to, but you should step down from the Australian cricket team and go and spend time with your family and look after them. And if you're not playing cricket, this story will eventually die. Yeah, his wife did come out publicly and say, we, we learned a lot about our relationship through this. And we know it was only you know, three and a half, four years ago. We've, we've already dealt with this as a family and we're a lot stronger because of it. Mm. Is this just a glitch at the moment because they've already worked through it and getting back out on the pitch yesterday and taking six catches... Mm. Um, is that the reason why he's been able to get through this so easily? It's because they've already dealt with it as a family. Mm. Yeah. I know. What do you think? 0457 736 736. We're going to go to a break. Can you believe it already? Tino Fasua Malawi is standing by. Did I get it right? Fasua Mala. Are we? Are we? Fasua Mala. Are we? Yep. Thank you. Tino joins us next <laughs> on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. Uh, Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews for your Tuesday night. 0457 736 736. Hey, don't forget... 
too, by the way, that we have a $50 voucher to give away to the Sporting Globe. Uh, tell us your name, your town, which station you're listening to or frequency, and just chuck the word Globe on there as well for your chance to uh, win that 50 buck voucher. Um, and then what I'll do is uh, we'll just pick out a winner random at the end of the show. And uh, But also, we want you to text through with your thoughts on uh, Tim Payne. Uh, people still have an opinion on this. Should mm. he be playing in the first test? Uh, we also need um, a, a name for our weathercock. <laughs> Has the show jumped the shark with the weathercock? No, absolutely not. Do we need it? I think it's outstanding. (laughs) I think it's outstanding. Atino Fasua Malaawi joining us on the show real soon. He's just texting me. I'll read the text. Hang on a second. Sorry, Sorry, guys. Just driving, trying to set the mic up. No worries. There you go. Well, don't talk while you're driving. (laughs) No. Tino. All right. What have we got in the way of text, mate? Um, In relation to our weathercock, uh, Stuart says, call it big. Um, Or a weathercock name, Tim from Tower of Lust. What? That's the, that's the name of the listener. What? Tower of Lust. Mm. Do you call yourself the Tower of Lust? <laughs> or is that something you're given? You can do what you want. You're right. Um, hey, guys, should uh, call you weathercock Cameron Smith. I'm sure most of New South Wales would agree. Tim from Parks. I disagree, Tim. Not now. I dare you talk about Cameron like yeah, that. I dare you. He's royalty. Hey. <laughs> He's our mate. Uh, the weathercock has to be Cocky Trindle. Tricky Trindle. I tell you what, we've got a really good one here. Um, Alan from Lane Cove says, You're call rude. it Badge, the weathercock. <laughs> Why? We won't tell. We won't Why, tell Why would we do that? Now, what about this one? I like this one. And actually, Ben Huxley from Griffith, he was our winner last night for the Sporting Globe $50 voucher. Well Again, done, Benny. Make sure you put the, the word globe when you text in tonight. He says, call it Brian, the weathercock. After Brian Bury, Bury, the old weather presenter on TV. Now, for our Queensland listeners, they wouldn't know Brian Bury read the weather. Was for... he only in Queensland, was he? No, he was in New South Wales, Sydney. Oh, okay. So yeah. for our Queensland listeners, they wouldn't know. Okay. But he was outstanding. So and I'm actually, saying he used the... to be on the Today Show too. He did. Yeah. I'm saying at the moment, Ben, that is our leading name for the weathercock. Brian, Brian the weathercock. Brian no, the weathercock. Make... No, it, it does make, make plenty of sense. I think it's got to start with C or K. Do you reckon? Yeah. Okay, in relation to the Tim Payne um, Tim Payne situation. Uh, Ethan has texted in and says, "Hey fellas, that this might just be me, but I do wonder if Tim Payne would be going through this now if he averaged fifty plus." You reckon he'd just be picked and wouldn't have to worry about? Well, I mean, the other battle here is that the sexting scandal emerged. So you're saying they turn a blind eye to it? If he was averaging 50, I don't think so. Do you know what? He's still in the side. That's right. If he wasn't in the side and dropped completely from the squad, um, there may be an argument there. But Mm. mm. All right, keep your text coming through 0457 736 736. Tino Fasua Malaawi is standing by the Titans. What was he signed through to now? 2027? Four new years. So he comes off at the end of 2022. So the end of 2026. Yep. 21-year-old. Great contract in his hand. He's an outstanding young man. We'll chat to him next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. 
is Tino Fasuamala'awi again. And Fasuamala'awi is through. Oh, shut the gates, Tino Fasuamala'awi. Too big, too fast, too strong. Ah, uh, certainly is. Tino Fasuamala'awi <laughs> joining us now on Sports Day. Tino, congrats on the new contract, mate, with the Titans. Hey, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, very good that I'm here in the Gold Coast for the next few years. Yeah, you're a proud, gimpy lad uh, just north of, of Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast. And So outside of the dollars, Tino, and you, it was always going to be um, – it's always going to fall in your favour from a dollar, dollar point of view. You're only 21 years of age. What convinced you this was the right decision to stay? Um, just, you know, the first reason why I came here was um, – you know, the, the group that we had here, you know, was a, very young, but, you know, there's a lot of potential there. And I really wanted to, you know, form combinations with them and hopefully be a powerhouse in the one day. And and that's that was my main reason. And, um, and yeah, and that's why I re-signed again is because I'm really excited for the future. I'm hoping um, we do become a powerhouse and get to hold that trophy out one day. Well, you'll definitely play a huge role in that. And I think you've spent a, sent a really good message to other club, other uh, players that want to come to the club. So... Let's just say you did end up going to the Dolphins, who are one of the other clubs that were heavily in for your services. Would have it been the lure of Wayne Bennett, Tino, or which you loved being coached by in 2020, or would it have been another 90 minutes closer to your home in Gympie? Um, yeah, there's a lot of factors, but, you know, the main one was, um, you know, Wayne. You know, I uh, respect him a lot and I look up to him a lot. You know, obviously having him and... Um, Origin camp last year, you know, he gave me the confidence to be out there and do a job for Queensland. So that would have been my main reason was going to Redcliffe was for him. And um, and then obviously the bonus would be having my family a bit closer. Mm. Now let's talk about your current coach, Justin Holbrook, who is a tremendous, tremendous guy away from rugby league and is going to be a very good coach. Did your relationship with Justin play a, a huge part in staying? Yeah, hundred percent. You know, me, me and Justin got a very good relationship, and um, I love working with him. And um, I'm hoping he was working with me too. But um, yeah, we, we're definitely forming a good relationship, and it'll definitely grow more as we, um, yeah, I guess, to see each other every day and um, form this combination in the next five years. Actually, I noticed uh, Justin Holbrook has been quoted as saying, "Tino is not just a great player; he's a great person." He, he's only entering his second pre-season here at the Titans, but he's already made a huge impact on the players, the staff, and everyone involved in our club. Hey, that's a massive rap. Yeah, no, it is. It's um, it's awesome to be here, you know, be able to hear words like that, especially from your head coach. And um, yeah, I just sort of, you know, be me around the club and just sort of respect everyone on the same level. And um, and that's another reason why I love um, the Gold Coast Titans and why I signed just. Be a part of all the good people, and hopefully we bring success here. What is it you love about Justin Holbrook? Uh, you know, he's just down to earth. You know, he's down to earth, and he's just, he loves footy. He loves footy, you know. He's out there kicking the ball with us during the preseason, and even jumps in and does some running with us. So he just, his whole life is about footy, and, you know, he cares for us and just generally wants us to get better as a person and as a footy player. And, and that's what you want in the coach. And, um, and, like, you know, that's the reason why I've signed here, just to, uh, you know, form a better relationship and, yeah, like I said before, hopefully get some success success at the back of it. Well, Tino, I think we all, doesn't matter what club um, you support, we all love watch what you do on the field. I love your attributes and still only 21 year, years <laughs> of age. You're nowhere near knowing exactly what rugby league is about. There's still another three or four years of you learning the game, but 
in your, if you look at your own game yourself, where can you improve in your game? Because at the moment, from the outside looking in, you seem to have everything. Uh, no, nah, I don't know about that, but uh, I've got a lot of work. I've got a lot of work, you know, and that's with defense and attack. There's, there's that many things I could name that I need to improve in, and that's why I'm working so hard during the preseason with the coaches and the players and myself just to um, improve on them areas slightly, you know, and just get better every year and just um, learn the game even more, like you said. And, yeah, it's hard to just nullify one but because um, there's that many of them, you know. There's that many that I need to improve in. But, um, yeah, and that's what preseason's for, I guess, and experience. Not everyone wants to captain a side. Do you see yourself one day being a leader? Oh, you're a leader anyway, but having that C next to your name, is that something you see yourself in your career? Yeah, definitely. You know, hopefully in the future, you know, I do get to be able to say that I'm a captain and, you know, and that'd be awesome. You know, it'd be awesome to be an NRL captain and I'd love that, but, you know, it's not really my main focus at the moment. You know, like I've got a lot of improvement in my game and I've got a lot of um, things to learn before I can really think about um, being a captain because I've got to make sure that I'm on 100% for the boys and, you know, for my family and for everyone before I accept that. But, um, yeah, yeah, definitely, hopefully in the future I do get to get that. And, um, but I've got a lot of hard work before then. You've mentioned that uh, Sonny Bill is your hero, Sonny Bill Williams, of course. Have you had much to do with him, Tino? Uh, no, no, nothing, to be honest. I just, um, I've just watched his highlights and just, you know, watch him on, you know, on the sideline there. And it's, um, it's pretty awesome. And I love it because I looked up to him a lot growing up and still do. And, yeah, hopefully one day I get to be able to meet him because that will be um, pretty amazing. <laughs> hey, um, what about this forward pack next year for the Titans? Mo Fodawaika? Staying with the Titans as well, I think he's an outstanding signing as well. I mean, he was he was one of the best yeah. players. He was one of the, as a Blues supporter, he was one of the best players for Queensland. I thought in Origin, uh, Jared Wallace. If he ever gets back to training, um, can I just give you a little bit of a, a heads up? We work with Jared as well a bit on the radio. He, he's been having a good yeah. time, Tino. He's been in a good paddock, a very good way. paddock. He's got a very strong right arm yeah. from lifting cans. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, uh, any yeah, advice? Uh, I saw him today, and I, he was definitely um, he's been in a good paddock. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you go? How do you go with the fat test? What's that called? The uh, skinfold. How do you go with the skinfold? Did they have to bring in extra machinery? Ah, uh, they might do with him. Nah, nah, he's all right. He's looking good. Um, he should be all sweet. <laughs> now, as I said earlier on, Tino, you're um, you're from Gympie. Did you get back up to Gympie over the off season? Yeah, I did a little bit. I did a little bit when I saw mum and dad back home and went out for a few things. But, um, yeah, no, it was good. I loved it. It's always good going back. You on a farm up there? Yeah, yeah, we own a farm out there. But at the moment, my mum and dad live in, uh, in Gympie, obviously, but our farm's out in Widgee. So, yeah, that's about half an hour inland. And um, they're not living there at the moment, but we still own it. Yeah, we're nice. living in Gympie at the moment. Now, the Gold Coast Titans... You've played in a side that is in the top four and has gone on to, to win a premiership at such a young age. So how can the Gold Coast be a top four side? we just got to be consistent in all areas of our game, you know. And, you know, last year there was a lot of games there where, you know, we were up by a fair bit at half time and we, you know, gave it away. And that's one of our main focuses this year is to be relentless with our defence so we can, you know, win them games at the end. And play a whole good 80 minutes and 
Um, you know, and I think it's good going into this preseason. You know, forming better combinations, getting to know each other. But for me, I think it's just a lot of areas. You know, defense, attack. But we're definitely heading in the right direction. I know that preseason for you and a lot of the players haven't started yet. They you know, they, they try and section off when certain players start. But is is there a player that we don't see a lot of? Still may be playing NRL, but is there a player that's just out of the box? Someone in 2022 you feel as though that we're going to know a lot more about? Um, oh, it's, it's hard to just name one because I think, you know, a lot of people or a lot of boys at the club have been training, you know, very good. And um, I think, you know, I think Aaron Clark, Aaron Clark's yep. up there. He's been training very good. Paddy Herbert, there's a lot of boys. A lot of boys came back a good nick this year and gives us a step ahead than we were last year. So, um, I think there's going to be a lot of boys with a lot more experience that are going to um, step up in 2022. Tino, before we let you go, one of our listeners, Mark in Sydney, has texted through on 0457 736 736 and says, guys, please ask Tino if Patrick Herbert is talking to Corey Thompson yet. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. No, they've been speaking for a while. <laughs> that's footy, you know, things happen. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Uh, Mate, congratulations on that contract. It's good to see some loyalty. I really like it. And, and I love the reason why you've re, um, re-signed for the Titans because you want to finish. You've, you, you're staying with the club because you, you, you want to continue on why you went there in the first place. And I love that, Tino. For, for a man who's only 21 years of age to think like that, it's great to have that loyalty in rugby league, and congratulations, mate. No, thank you very much. Thank oh, hang you on. Very much. Before we let you go, there's one more question. Did Tino ever play for oh, the yeah. Gimpy Stingers? No, no. I was, there's only been giving, uh, Gimpy Devils growing up. Stingers, I've never heard that one before. Oh, knowing our listeners, what time is it? They're probably on the cans. Yeah, right it's, now, so, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's well after knockoff time, mate. Yeah, we'll have to check out that one out <laughs> as well. Tino, congratulations to you and the Titans, mate. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Nah, thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Cheers. He's so good to talk to, isn't he? Oh, he's just got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, I remember talking to a couple of the Melbourne players about him. They said, yeah, even though he was 19 at the time, they felt as though that he he played in someone else's body in another universe because he just has this mature head on his shoulders. He's a tremendous trainer. He talks about Sonny Bill Williams. And now, Sonny Bill Williams, when he came back to rugby league at the Roosters, he had these training techniques and pre- it's all about preparation. And some of those still live at the Roosters today. So many players learnt so many great habits off him. I've heard the same about Tino at the Gold Coast Titans. There's so many players that are learning great habits off him and what he bought from Melbourne from a training Perspective. What about what his coach had to say about him? Would yeah, you, wouldn't yeah. you love that? He's just a tremendous. He's just yeah. a tremendous young man, and uh, we can get a, you know a lot of professional sports men and women who can who can um, be prima donnas. Mm. But this kid never knocks back an interview. Absolutely. He respects where he comes from. He's great. Yeah, he's a tremendous uh, asset to rugby league. Yeah, Tino Fasua Malaawi re-signing with... Yeah, I love the way you gave me the nod of approval then, Sats, uh, getting his name right. Um, re-signing with the Titans till the end of 2026. This is Sports Day. We are doing it thanks to our great mates at Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Chris Nelson uh, has the latest racing Queensland news for you next. Some big news around prize money for the Winter Carnival next year. He's got that for you. Plus, we'll get to your texts here on Sports Day. 
Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update with Chris Nelson. The Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Chris Nelson, ladies and gentlemen, has a big announcement to make uh, on behalf of Racing Queensland tonight, haven't you, mate? I do. And look, some people may be aware of this, Jason. Some may not. But so we've had some pretty important, or we're having some pretty important prize money increases and I know we've just started the summer carnival, but I'm talking winter carnival. So winter carnival next year, there will be seven $1 million feature races across the winter carnival, which is terrific. Mm. Uh, the Doombin Cup and the Queensland Derby. Now, the Doombin Cup was 700000 The Queensland Derby was 600 They will now be $1 million each. And the $1.2 million Q22, which was the race, of course, that Zaki won this year, uh, there's going to be some bonuses there, 100000 in cash and 250000 in Tudis vouchers for any horse that runs first or second in the Group 1 Queensland Derby or Queensland Oaks and then backs it up to run top three in the Q22. So some, some very important news there prize money-wise, and that's just going to uh, make the carnival even even more important for those uh, those visitors from down south as they head back to spring. Yeah, good time to be in racing, isn't it? Uh, the next thing you've got for us, there were some trials this morning at Doombin. Yeah, we had some trials this morning at Doombin and some smart types uh, heading out. Just a couple that uh, look very good. Alligator Blood, well, he returned back to the winner's circle. He got up on the inside of uh, Sugar Boom late in that trial and went home too well. He's going to resume in the George Moore in a week and a half. And uh, Miami Flyce, the horse we know well, she's a very, very good mare. She sat three wide, did plenty of work in the trial, but she coasted away from the mate. She was very impressive. I'm not sure where she's going at this stage, but it won't be far away. And looking forward to her return also. Mm, Radio And this, uh, we talked about last night, but we, we teased it last night. A big meeting, the yeah. major meeting around southeast Queensland is at the Gold Coast this weekend. Yeah, day two of the summer carnival is on the Gold Coast. Uh, the highlight there, or the feature is the recognition stakes. This is, of course, the Tattersall's meeting. The Taps recognition stakes over 1,400 metres. Some good noms for this. Ballistic Boy, Nicanova, Tambo's mate, the Harovian are all there. And we've got a listed race, too, for the uh, Phillies and Mares, the Eureka Stud Classic, over 1,200 metres. And there's big nominations there, which I'm trying to sort through, Jace, but I just don't know which way to go with this weather. It's not helping me at all. Oh, we've got plenty of time for you to study. The best thing, as we know, for you is not to study the form guide, is to get that cocky to, cockatoo, put the form guide underneath it well, in the cage and let it do its biz. Well, he hasn't been doing too very... He hasn't been doing well lately, so I might have to replace him with a bucky you, or something. You heard it here first on Sports Day. Chris Nelson uh, blaming the cockatoo for his crappy tips. There you have it. I can't believe. <laughs> You've got to blame someone. It can't, can't be my fault. <laughs> hey, mate, uh, we'll catch you on Thursday night. Have a good one. You too. Thanks, Jake. The Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Head to queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Time now for a uh, weather update for New Farm Australian through and through. As we mentioned uh, off the top of the show, Sat, bit of rain around places like, a bit of flooding, I should say. Not mm. so much rain around areas like Gunnedah. Uh, Alyssa, is it 2MO? 
Yeah, listeners yep. through to MO in Canada would be very keen on this. Olivia Grace Curran, Chief of Staff at 9MBN, is joining us. Olivia, which areas are copping the most? Uh, at the moment, it, it appears, I guess, um, in the 24 hours at least um, to 9am this morning, most of the rain fell um, during, over the, the mid-north coast um, and sort of just west of Coffs Harbour. So those places that tend to get a lot of rainfall, including Dorigo, which got about 140 millimetres, and Bellingen, which got 100 millimetres. But uh, funnily enough, the main uh, areas of impact um, that are actually being impacted by flooding are those in the northwest. Now, that's um, because of, I guess, built-up rainfall. The dams were already, um, dams and rivers were already quite swollen, and that has really just added to things. So up there this morning, uh, people basically woke to water lapping at their doorsteps, uh, in Gunnedah at least, um, and some homes we're seeing um, some vision coming in um, to the newsroom that they're now being inundated. Um, I've seen a, some vision of a B-double truck that, that got caught uh, earlier today stuck in, in floodwaters, and, and that was near Breeza, um, which is just near Gunnedah. And I guess the extent of the situation, um, people are mostly concerned for what is to come. We're being told there there will be more more rain, um, and I guess that falling uh, in near those dams and rivers will uh, further impact these towns. So we saw the SES um, preparing homes and businesses for the predictions of more to come today. There was lots of sandbagging. Um, We've seen, we've spoken to some residents who, who have really spent, um, the better half of the last few years either, um, perfecting their gardens or, or the farmers out there who say, you know, that this, this crop for this year was, was the best in years. And it's all just been inundated by this water. So it really is quite devastating for those farmers out there. They really thought that, you know, this was the, the, one of the best years after so many years of drought. So, it's quite sad to see and of course there is that fear for, for what else could come and and of course the danger that comes with that water. Olivia Grace Curran, uh, Chief of Staff at 9NBN. Thank you for your time on Sports Day. Uh, New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. And again, uh, our thoughts are with uh, our listeners through 2MO in Gunnedah. Let's hope... Uh, you get through this flood okay. Radio 0457 736 736 is our text number, Sats. You got him coming through about Big Tino. Yeah, Tino, what a bloody legend. Hats off to the parents for raising a respectable, intelligent young man, Nick, in Newcastle. I concur, Nick. Tremendous. Evening, Dead Set Legends. What a great guy Tino is. Spoke well, but clearly heartfelt. Also refreshing, he didn't have to do a globe tour to sign like some pelicans. The reptile, Gledswood Hills, and he's on 1170 in Sydney. Thanks very much. Uh, and also, uh, hey, Sats and Woogie, on the back of Tino Fasul Malaawi extending his tenure at the Titans until the end of 26, it's a great shot in the arm for rugby league on the Gold Coast. Gone are the days of players signing with the any uh, with any alterations of the Gold Coast just for a holiday. A payday, or in Brent Todd's case, because the Sheilas are looking good, <laughs> the Titans brand is one players want to be part of and help deliver success. Kudos to the Frizzell and Kelly Consortium who have turned the franchise around. Daniel from Prairiewood, well said. Yeah, and well KT at Harrington says, Kenny Cockroach the Weathercock. Oh, yeah, Should be the course. name of our Weathercock. <laughs> We've got a lot of text we're going to get to also in relation to the Weathercock. Um, Mars at 2HD in Newcastle. The Weathercock should be named Richard. <laughs> um, why, why, how mature are our listeners that this is the big thing for them? Call him Trevor. Eventually he'll get the axe.
Is that a reference to Gilly? And uh, Mike the Titan, Gold Coast, listening on 97.3 FM, uh, Weathercock, call it Mastiff. And he's also put in Globe. Mm. Right, yeah, well done. Uh, you're in the draw for that $50 uh, Sporting Globe voucher. We better get to a break. This is Sports Day. The all-new redesigned Kia Sportage medium SUV has been unleashed. Find out more at kia.com forward slash au. This is Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.